Hi there, busy bees. So this is episode five of the Hive, and of course, it is brought to you by kind courtesy of our hard knock life. <laughs> Charlie, life seems to be getting tougher by the day, and honestly, it's beginning to feel like we all need therapy. You know, so so I've been sharing a lot of stuff on my IG story, um, basically on emotional and attachment styles, um, vulnerability. Um, basically anything that has to do with emotions, mental health and wellness, you know, stuff like that. And anyway, like I said in my previous episode, I'll be dedicating the month of April to, you know, talking about mental health anyways, because April has always been the month where I need therapy the most. And well, so today's episode, I will be talking about how this generation is slowly becoming an emotionally unavailable one. So basically the topic today is emotional availability and emotional unavailability and we will be talking about how you can identify which category you belong to and how to you know work your way through becoming more emotionally available and vulnerable so yeah stay tuned don't go anywhere So today's Hanija has some interesting content, emotional unavailability. So I've been wondering, like, why cry we like this? Because I recently shared this, um, I don't know how to even call it, this thing that features or details the X6 of an emotionally unavailable, did I just say X6? Sorry about that, characteristics of an emotionally unavailable person and 99.99 people in my contact list confessed to being emotionally unavailable anyway that figure may might have been exaggerated right away so but thanks to um the presumption of innocence you know i get to get away with that so so what does it mean to be emotionally unavailable first of all let's talk about emotional availability okay so basically the concept of emotional availability or unavailability is tied to um the readiness or the preparedness sorry the readiness or preparedness to be vulnerable so how prepared already are you to let down your armor break down those walls and let people see through you and allow them draw closer usually emotionally available people are not too scared to venture into relationships that's like the topmost quality of an emotionally available person it is obviously not the case <laughs> with emotionally unavailable people so from my personal research okay investigations and st- or studies whatever you call it or however you decide to put it emotionally unavailable people cling to the right person wrong time in theory because it creates some sort of safe grounds to not um, um, detach from the possibility of they being the problem so instead of, of approaching the whole vulnerability topic with an open mind, they rather just resort to sabotage by convincing themselves um, um, now is not the time, which may not even be the case. So um, 
I guess if you're asking if the right person, wrong timing theory exists, well, the answer is, hmm, social. It is in a way. Well, there may be circumstances where you may meet someone and it feels like all the world has conspired to bring you both together. You hear music when you see them, your heart skips a beat, you feel butterflies in your stomach, you can't sleep, you can't eat. That one honestly sounds so far-fetched to me. Like, because of Percy, you got abandoned food. Nobody did you be that. (laughs) Like, why would you decide not to eat just because you think you're in love with someone? Come on, come on, let's be realistic. This is not something out of Shakespeare or something out this is this is real life my people eat 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 and because of love where you go abandon food joe anyway back to the matter just open and close <laughs> anyway you may feel you you found him or her but there are also circumstances that seem to be pulling you two apart in the sense that they might be emotionally unavailable at the time so this has to be with on emo- like emotional unavailability on the part of the other person, not you. So, Obama, <laughs> there's a wall there which may not be, no, they may not be ready to let down or absolutely bring down, and there's nothing you can do about it. Especially if they are not ready. So, I personally don't believe in the right person. Um, wrong time in theory by the way i mean if someone is meant for you absolutely nothing can come between you two not even the two of you so even though the story is widely accepted it pretty much is just that a theory not factual i mean how god could bring you person where you know see everything just to be perfect you know that they they know everything clicks they tick all your boxes but they are not single and you've convinced yourself that they are the right person like how so yeah, this is something I refuse to believe in. It's just a concept that people um, in denial tend to create to give meaning to their unfortunate situation. That's how I see it. Yep. So that's how come you meet married people, being unfaithful, and when you ask the third person is said to be the one for them. You know? So basically for me, this theory only breeds problems and tends to make you feel depressed and all and may cause you to do the wrong things or make the wrong decisions. So if you do meet someone and all the signs show that they are not available at the time or they are not putting in the effort to work things out, cut the cord and move on. There is no sense in remaining emotionally attached to an emotionally unavailable person, even if they are. I mean, even if they are, but the circumstances do not permit you being together, move on. Time is way too precious now. <laughs> now let's, let, let's, let's, let's move back to the main meal. So how can you tell if you're emotionally unavailable? So emotional availability isn't just about giving love or attention to someone or showing care to them, but it is also about being open to receiving love and care from others. So if you are giving love, and service and care and all of that but you are not receiving love and service or not even you are not even open to it chances are that you are emotionally unavailable <laughs> emotionally unavailable people usually tend to these emotionally unavailable people and i'll explain why this is so so if you are emotionally unavailable chances are that you've been through trauma or a traumatic experience or a traumatic heartbreak you've been through hurt you've experienced all the you know the the lows of you know being vulnerable or trusting someone and basically you don't want the second party to feel or go through what you have gone through so you tend to be overly caring overly attentive to them at certain times 
So basically, you to them are the caring, you know, attentive person, and that may cause them to have, have feelings in you, or that may attract them to you. And then, because you are emotionally unavailable, you are incapable of maintaining or being consistent with, you know, how you treat them. So you can easily switch from being very attentive, very caring, to not caring at them. One, one minute you are being the um, the person who is always there for them, you know, um, the first yeah first point of contact and another minute they can reach you because you don't want to talk and stuff like that. So basically, yes, emotionally unavailable people are tend to be like tend to attract emotionally unavailable people. Yes, that's basically the sad aspects about it. So yes, another another feature is that inconsistency is your hallmark, like I mentioned. <laughs> You are inconsistent with your patterns in communicating and you often send mixed signals. If your words and actions are not lining up, you are emotionally unavailable. So we can also talk about um, not open to speaking about how you feel. You know you like someone, but you rather not see because you you've not yet you're not yet over a heartbreak or something. You often don't know what to make of what you feel or how you feel. You rather not define the relationship and show affection in an inconsistent manner. So basically, that's what you do. You show affection in an inconsistent manner, like I mentioned. And you do not define the relationship. So basically, the other person may communicate your attentiveness and you being there for them as you having feelings for them, which might not even be the case or might be the case. But then you not defining the relationship puts them in this um uncertain kind of dome where they don't know what to make of what they are experiencing i mean you can be doing everything that people in a relationship do with them but then you have not defined the relationship so basically they are stuck Denied. so another feature is you are scared of making commitments um you are afraid of being rejected again basically and will rather not indulge so you rather not make commitments and this might be the reason why you refuse to define the relationship with them i mean if you do not or if you're not ready to be in a relationship with them just voice it out don't um leave them making assumptions making them think that you are you know interested and you know just playing with your feelings here and there you know stuff like that so yep so emotionally unavailable people are scared of making commitments and also they do not reciprocate efforts your relationships and friendships are usually one-sided you are not willing to um be the one to step up and be the first person making the calls be the first person to ask how the other person is feeling be the first person to um, start a conversation be the first person to make moves that will make your relationship or your friendship progress to the next level it's usually the other party you know um suggesting you have fun go out um, do stuff together and stuff like that even calling is a problem for you so yeah if you are not reciprocating the effort of the other party you are basically an emotionally unavailable person because um, um, I believe that friendship and relationships should be double-sided I mean it doesn't have to be consistent communication every single day but at least to make the effort to reciprocate the efforts that they do show you so yes um, you don't trust people easily, I mentioned that already, and you are constantly comparing them with the last person or asking what if questions. So what if this relationship doesn't work? What if they're after me because of my money? What if 
um they will cheat on me what if they break my heart you know you you keep raising these topics these issues these questions asking these questions you know comparing them with um, people from your past friendships or people from your past relationships and this would be uh, this is this, this is an obstacle you know that you might hit during you know your relationship or your friendship or trying to build a relationship with someone so avoid asking what if questions just open up and be clear communicate you know tell them that this and this and this is what you've been through and you are not willing to you know um become or you know um, expose your heart in that sense so yes if they are not 100 available or 100 um interested in um um contributing to building upon the friendship or the relationship then they should just leave you the hell alone sometimes it'd be like that <laughs> so yep you shut down when you try to communicate about your feelings Aww. yes yeah geez i'm just realizing this is me just realizing how emotionally unavailable i am <laughs> so yeah you shut down when you try to communicate your feelings so yeah you might feel a thing or two for mr a and but you are so scared of the uncertainty it's that linger um it's basically like an axe above your head waiting to fall you bow so you are so scared to communicate how you feel so you'd rather wish that they by some disex machina um as some acts of god deduce your feelings which is which is really crazy i mean people don't read minds right so why do we constantly hope and wish that through our actions they'll be able to tell like it's not everybody who is like that too like you might be thinking say like the person why am i switching to Ghanaian? you know okay anyway you might be thinking that person actually you know has feelings for you and stuff like that because of the way they're acting and so you basically you know um, um cultivate how you feel in your emotions and everything but it might not be like that you understand sure yeah so basically let's move on to how can i work my way through to becoming more emotionally unavailable yep so how can i work my way through to becoming more emotionally available define your pain that is the first step define your pain or what exactly it is that is keeping you away from establishing a connection and communicate that to the other person let them decide if they want to stay or move on don't keep them stuck wondering if they should stay or go that is cruel because chances are you are giving them mixed signals being affectionate today and then stands the next so you can use phrases like i really like you but i need to work on this 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 at the moment before i'm ready to make any commitments to you or any potential relationships just be honest secondly create a communication schedule and stick to it i know sometimes it can be difficult to um be the one to make the calls and stuff like that but then you need to create a communication schedule and stick to it assign days to talk to people that you want to or you 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 see yourself being in a relationship within the future but you know because of the whole 
vulnerability scare and emotional vulnerability you are kind of hesitant so if you actually do see you being in a relationship with this person in future assign days to call on them so you can probably just create an alarm or a reminder on your phone and so it just reminds you to speak to this person today so you know that Tuesdays and Thursdays or Saturdays and Sundays after talking to this person or giving time to this person. So at least it, it lets the person know that, okay, okay, he's, he is available. Like he is trying to make the efforts and everything. So yeah, basically try to create a communication schedule. This sounds, you know, out of the woods, but <laughs> yes, you can. Okay, so another way is to let your relationship grow over time. Don't be pushy or clingy. You know, emotionally unavailable people tend to, you know, be pushy and clingy. You know, trying so hard to get people to, you know, fall in love with them. You know, they always want the relationship to work, pa 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 pa, just like that. Aww. It takes time to build a relationship, friendship. It takes time to work through, you know, past emotions, past hurts, past trauma. It takes time to answer all the questions that need to be asked. It takes time. So you're not only giving yourself time, but you're giving the other person time to prepare as well. So don't be pushy. Don't be clingy. It tends to, you know, chase people away. And it's kind of scary, you know. That shit is scary, man. So pardon my French, but then, yes, let your relationship grow over time. So fourthly, Stop talking about your ex every time you talk to them. Like, what the hell? Like, why would you even be raising the issue about your ex every single time you talk to them? You know, you go out, you're having the conversation, you're having lunch, or you're having whatever, and then, oh, my ex used to like this. You know, I used to do that. I've come here with my ex. And, <laughs> I mean, nobody wants that kind of information. I mean, who cares? So, yes, yeah, stop talking about your ex every single time you are with them. Come on. That is crazy, crazy. Okay, so... um. Bringing up the issue about, um, yeah, so stop bringing up things that remind you of them, good or bad. They are signs that you have not moved on. Open yourself to the new person and you will be surprised that even make you forget your ex existed. No pun intended. <laughs> Don't sabotage your happiness for shizzle over past experiences. Don't sabotage your future over past experiences. That's just what I'm going to tell you. So yeah, basically this is it about, you know, how you can, um, um, you know, work your way through being an emotionally unavailable person. If you have any questions, comments or whatever, you can reach out to me on my IG page. That is the underscore hive underscore podcast on Instagram. And also I would advise you to subscribe to my channel. You can also listen to this podcast on Spotify, on Apple Podcasts or any other listening platform. And um, yes, so basically, you should check my IG story. Um, I, I tend to post frequently. I mean, every single day I put something on my IG story. And these are things that can actually help you. So um, I would advise you to, you know, you know, try as much as possible to check my IG story every single day. Yes, this sounds kind of... <laughs> I don't know, <laughs> but yeah, it's just, it's not a force or anything, but then I would appreciate it if you do, because the information I keep there is really therapeutic and really helpful, you know, to overcome and stuff like these. So yeah. Okay. So this brings us to the end of today's podcast. I've done 17 minutes already and my time is up. So guys, um, take care of yourselves and try as much as possible to follow these tips, which I will be posting on my Instagram page later. 
and during the week so yes have a blessed week until next time this is the hive and i'm boss b see you again <laughs>